having the vision in place for the six months and then breaking it down into the months and the weeks uh, to enable that to actually happen. And then once you see it all broken down, you can see the path that you need to to take to achieve that um, six month vision. Hey everybody, what's up? Today we have Adam Costello on the show. Adam is a designer and entrepreneur from the UK. He's the founder of Grizzly Bear Design, a branding agency that works mainly with photographers, creating their visual identity and websites. In 2018, Adam was going through super rough times, both in his business and his personal life. He was under a ton of pressure, stress and financial debt. But then he decided to do something about it. Sound familiar? He found the Creativepreneur community, back then was still called Mindful and Ruthless on Facebook, personally reached out to me and eventually joined the Creativepreneur Accelerator. Since joining and building his vision, Adam started crushing it on all aspects of his business and life. His studio operation is doing super well and he's packed with clients. And he launched a couple more projects like a WordPress theme for his clients, his own Facebook community, and in June, he's launching his own podcast. Working with Adam in the past year has been a blast and it was really awesome to talk to him and now have this recap, realizing all that he went through and accomplished in this short amount of time. So without further ado, ladies and gents, it's my pleasure to introduce to you Adam Costello. Yo, 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 what's up, creative entrepreneurs? Sagi here, and welcome to the Creative Preneur Show, the podcast where digital creatives share their stories on how they've instilled greatness into their own lives and the lives of others. Where we discuss strategies for online businesses, personal branding, mindset, design, digital marketing, storytelling, high achievement, and so much more. Everything we need in order to build our influence, our brand, and our businesses, in order to build a life of impact. Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to the Creativepreneur Show and today we have Adam Costello with us. Adam, what's up, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you doing? Dude, great to have you on the show. Uh, finally, yeah. waited a long time to kind of like, uh, I knew I was going to get you on the show, but I think this is a, an amazing opportunity right now and people will hear about why soon. But I want to start just, you know, so you're, you're a designer and you are an entrepreneur and the dad and like you have your whole story that our story kind of like started about a year ago but yeah. um how about you tell people your story uh from before that uh so yeah before it was june last year that uh i got in contact with you soggy um and then prior to that uh i'd been running my own business with with my business partner for i think it was just over three years um and we basically built up a a, a company uh and effectively a design agency, um, but serving uh, photographers, I'd say like 90% of the clients, uh, it's like a super niche really, uh, photographers and wedding photographers. Um, and I guess we kind of like in the first year, we kind of exploded, I guess, and like we just, it, everything happened really quickly. Um, we just seemed to get in there. I think we just hit the, the market of wedding photographers and photography at exactly the right time. So you're doing so, like yeah. websites and uh, and stuff like that for photographers, like branding, branding. And exactly, yeah. So I, I, I was the designer um, and the kind of go-to guy for sort of like your logos and all the design files that you'd need um, for your yeah. business uh, and obviously taught, take them through the process of branding as well, which I think I, I learned a lot more about branding over the years of working with photographers and we can talk about 
my branding services of what they are now compared to what they used to be. Um, and my, my business partner was basically the, the tech guy, the, the programmer. So I would obviously design and deal with the, the clients um, on a visual basis. Um, and then I'd chuck, chuck uh, the di- designs and work, work alongside my business partner to create their website. So we, we pretty much like try and give the photographer everything that they'd need to have their online business go into to enable inquiries basically okay cool so basically you start working with photographers and you built this business you had uh employees right yeah so in the first year uh there was obviously just me and my business partner uh, for say the first even four or five months i think it was really quickly that we got someone in um we just put it was word of mouth like we just put the feelers out within the uh it was a big old mill that we worked in in manchester so there were other creative businesses and just other artists and creatives in there um so we just managed to get a um get a lad in who had never actually done any web designing whatsoever uh, we needed a web designer at the time um so we what we did was just train him up from scratch and it's it, i mean it's a really good feeling to be honest because we, we trained him up and pretty much gave him a job and now he's like nice. you know do, doing really well as a programmer so we, we we employed him after i think we just trained him up for free kind of like um for two three months i think and then ended up giving him a wage uh, and then took him on full time mm-hmm. uh, so we had the programmer um as well as my business partner and me and then i um needed another designer like a junior designer um and i just uh, if to get her in uh, she's re- really good designer uh, she's gone off and done, working you know done really good things as well but she was like straight out of uni um i think i put the advert on gumtree um which is a little bit like i don't know if you've heard of gumtree soggy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, yeah, um, yeah so yeah, on gumtree and yeah just a portfolio matched up with the type of work that we needed and again trained her up over sort of three months and then took her on as a full-time employee mm-hmm. and she was with us for about two years and then so during that time of growth as well we kind of grew say like mega quick in the first year and then it sort of seemed to stabilize i guess by the second year but we needed another programmer um, we went down like the freelance route which worked really well but then we took on um the, the freelance route worked out well for just a few months um but then we thought that we needed a like a full-time developer which obviously costs you know pound, lots of pounds um to take on uh, someone like that as well as the developer that we with we trained up as well we actually uh, yeah we actually took like a really sort of heartfelt big decision but like i think you have to in business whether it's right or wrong you've got to make decisions and we and we, yeah, we ended up just letting go the guy that we trained up um which was kind of really sad but we kind of had to obviously replace him with a better developer uh, and what actually happened was we went down the employment agency route for a developer and the developer was just nothing what um they said they were or the or the agency said they were and that guy actually lasted like a month um and then he kind of had to go so that's screwed in us you know like in a small agency set up like that it really uh, you know anyone that's ever built a design agency it's really really tough in terms of just like your cash flow and if uh, an employee like that it can really uh, disrupt things and um, so 
that 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 all happened. We got rid of him, and we we effectively made the same mistake again in that we got another programmer through the same agency. Um, he was a little bit better, uh, but we, but again, yeah, we just it's had a bad to. Agency, though. It's, it's, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, can't, I won't name the name. <laughs> yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, but, um, so, but so you got this. Like, I just want to fast forward a bit because um, cool. Um, I want us to to get to a point where. Like things I know, you know, started kind of like going down, uh, um, not not the you know not the best route, right? Up until the point, yeah. uh, you and your partner you separated. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so what what caused that? Yeah. So fast forward uh, six months from um, get, get up, getting rid of the second bad developer, uh, we uh, just our accountant looked at everything, and just because we were so behind with work and cash cash flow, we had to let get rid of all uh, our employees. So there was there was just myself and my business partner left with mm-hmm. absolutely shit loads of work um, and obviously a lot of pressure uh, with contracts all um, signed and people had paid uh, money. Um, obviously like upfront or over month over you know like a payment plan um and yeah it was just a really really difficult situation for everyone at the time um and my bit the business my business partner i don't i don't know exactly what happened to be honest um but he just he, he effectively just uh suddenly resigned like um you know i walked into the room uh and he just laid it on the table and said i'm going um and which obviously left me in a really serious situation because he then refused to do any of the actual work that we'd taken on. Um, so yeah, it was like super, like really, really bad situation for yeah. myself. Um, so basically, like you, why did you did you not agree on finishing the work that you were committed to? Like, or did you guys just really I don't know get in a fight or something like that? Because I I guess a lot of people listening right now. Maybe also have partners that things are not going super well. If, if anybody knows my story, I had a partner and we separated as well. So a lot of partnerships they end up separating. And my question is like, what you know, what kind of like, what do you think caused it? And uh, what what can people avoid if they have partners right now? What can people just like, how can they prevent it? Or or maybe like do it early than you know than wait. Yeah, I mean, I've been mega mega honest. Um, I think like wait. I never ever imagined that we'd split in the way that we did. Um, we, 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 I'd say we were like close friends. Um, we weren't friends before we were business partners, but we kind of, you know, it, when you when you become a business partner, it's like having a, a wife or a husband. It's marriage. Um, it's totally marriage. You, yeah. You're wrapped up. I mean, it, for me, it was even harder than marriage to be honest, uh, because uh, of the way it sort of happened. Um, I was going through a, a divorce as well in that same year um, wow. so it's like I've split up with my wife and uh, now my business partner uh, decided to split as well so it's like yeah. double double whammy um, um, yeah. but I actually found it like harder just because with my business partner just because of the way it kind of suddenly happened and it kind of felt like it didn't need to be that way but the the reasons that it ha- happened I mean um, I think like mental health is a is a massive one, um, which people do and don't talk about. Like you know the the amount of pressure that can be involved in running your own business and right. what it can actually do to you uh, as a person. And you know like a, 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 you know I felt it as well having an you know the pressure of an agency and having to meet people's wages, um, and then you know people are paid and you know um, I think 
people just crack under the pressure. Uh, right. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it just it, there's there's other reasons that he left as well. I think, um, and ju- yeah, I think it's just a big combination of of factors, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all right. So that's like, yeah, you were in that situation. You know, same year, separating from your wife and separating from your partner, and. Um, so I mean that's a that's a terrible state to be in. Like what 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 were you thinking back then? What were your thoughts when going through all of this? Like after you separated with from both? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it's only like now having come through it all that I can look at it uh, and kind of evaluate like my frame of mind at the time. And I think I just went into pure adrenaline mode. Um, I was like, you see, the literally I can eat. The the choices on the table of literally ending the business uh um you know i could have made the business go bust um which would have been stressful um and after you know legal advice and various advice you know advice that i got from other business owners um that the best thing to do because i didn't want to lose my business um had tons of clients have gained a really amazing reputation within the industry um i just knew that i had to fight through it um uh, i was listening to you know like a pod i've always listened to podcasts about business and learning and trying to learn as much as possible and i think podcasts probably got me through um a lot of it and just uh, and audiobooks whatever I definitely there was an audiobook I can't remember what it was at the time uh, but just listening to other business owners and the, the struggles that you go through and right. one of the big ones the the flame was like you, you have to go through struggles in order to grow uh, and it and I think I was aware of that at the time and I'm obviously massively aware of it now uh, having yeah. gone through it yeah I mean once you once you're an entrepreneur you have to go through struggles. I guess like we all learn that. I, I keep learning that every time again and again, you know, and it's like, otherwise, like if it wasn't so hard, it would just like, maybe it would say, you know, maybe if it was just like just a bit hard or even just hard, you know, it was, it would be hard. Then everybody would be a millionaire by now, you know, because <laughs> getting through the hard times and stuff, but this like entrepreneurship is so freaking hard. Like, and every time again, it surprises you with how much, impact it has um, for you just being one person one man and um, um, or woman if you're listening to this you know like it's just the, the massiveness of the roller coaster and um, and yeah those who uh, show resilience and uh, you know they look at their bank account and they look at it and it's freaking empty or in debt or whatever and so much work to do and you're overwhelmed by work um, if you can get your mind to focus and to perform um, at your best with all the circumstances, then that's where you'll start seeing results. And I think like it's just anywhere you look at. And then also um, Hal Elrod in his new book, The Miracle Equation, he says, you got to have unwavering faith and show it over an extended amount of time, uh, which is not limited. Like, and you don't know how much time it will take, but you have to have that faith and you have to show it over cross period of like a long time until you make it. Um, so, and it's like, and he gave the stories of amazing entrepreneurs, like, so everybody goes through this. Um, Mm -hmm. but what was your, um, you know, epiphany back then? Like once you, you know, um, that made you actually like reach out to me and, and, um, so to anybody who doesn't know, just, you know, just to give people the background. So Adam, um, you're just now, uh, closing a year in the mastermind. Um, 
June it'll be a showroom by now. So yeah. yeah. So like very very soon. Like we started like basically we started where um, the mastermind was not even there yet. I was just collecting people. So you're like we we're doing one on one at first, and um, and then uh, and then you got into the mastermind, and um, so. To anybody who like, and, and you've been through an amazing process and that's what you're on right now um, because you, you had amazing, an amazing journey. And um, like, I think that hearing your story right now, people will have a lot of inspiration um, yeah. because yeah, they, sure. they join a mastermind or not just like, you know, it's inspiration. So, um, mm. so at what point, like, what, what was your epiphany back then that you like decided to, to reach out to me? Yeah, um, it was actually a Pat, a Pat Flynn podcast, wasn't it? So um, I think I think a, like a lot of people have found you through through that podcast. Um, right. So I was obviously listening to totally unawares, really. I don't don't think I was if especially looking for a mentor at the time. I don't know, I don't know I don't know what I was looking for at that time. Um, but it was just your story massively rang. Uh, you know, I was like, oh my god, you know, like that's kind of what I feel like the, the story of you. <laughs> Uh, you, you you say about when you you broke down and you were crying um you know like it was similar it was the same for me yeah. i mean it was, you know it was like it was like a break you know like a, a breakdown you know what am i going to do um just a horrible sort of uh, weight yeah. on your chest feeling and yeah yeah um yeah and so I, I heard you know when you hear a story someone else is in the same situation because i think when you're an entrepreneur as well you're super you can be super lonely um you feel like no one you know other people who have just got everyday jobs um they don't actually understand what it's like and what can happen um and especially for me at that time in the business um it's like the only other person that really knew the situation that I was in was my business partner and he'd put me in that situation. Um, so it was kind of like a des- really, really desperate. Yeah. So I, I think I was like reaching out uh, into the universe or whatever you want to think about it uh, in terms of just finding someone to kind of guide us. Um, and your podcast with Pat Flynn was like, it literally just talked about having a mentor and you kind of, uh, your story of like, you didn't have any money, but you you know, you just spent that money on a mentor um, and that's how you got out of the situation that you were in. Um, so I, I think, I don't know if there was a, there was a, a call to action on that podcast to actually contact yourself. Um, but anyway, um, I obviously contacted you. We set up a call. You gave me free. Um, I don't know if it was an hour or I think you maybe gave me two or three sessions, didn't you? Um, yeah. And obviously it taught, taught you the situation. And yeah, he's just, I mean, it's just having that, that other person who understands, who listens yeah. and can plan with you. And we did the whole six month vision thing and, right. um, which is, you know, which I still used to uh, over a year on, uh, it's like, I'm use, so, using that. So I just, I want to go back for a second and everybody who doesn't yeah. listen to the episode can go to SPI episode 326. If, if you guys want, I'll link it in the show notes, but I want to go back just before you heard, you know, you heard Pat Flynn episode where he interviewed me before that you said, like, I, I was just like, what kind of mental state were you just like looking for some kind of solution? Are you just like, what were you doing? What, what action did you take back then in order to get out of the situation you were in? Um, what have you tried back then? <laughs> what had I tried? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably like a hopelessness sort of, um, feeling, um, there was no one to do the work sort of thing. Uh, yeah. It's just, an, un, an unknown um area yeah, kind of like yeah and just like 
anxiety and kind of like fear of what what to actually do i guess and just um part you know like the over the over the years and just, i've listened to podcasts and things so i knew that there'd be an answer in there i don't know i think it was definitely some sort of you know, like universe um put you know putting that podcast at that particular time in place for me because right. you know like a do you think the universe so you think the universe brings you stuff like i i, I tend to believe that i think that yeah. um i think that our story unfolds all the time mm-hmm. and that the universe throws stuff at us that just can't be coincidental um do you believe that uh yeah totally uh i think like um well like as an entrepreneur i think you're putting yourself in such a vulnerable situation you, you you're in you're in the universe hands or you're in God's hands or whatever, like anything can kind of happen to you. Whereas like, if you've got a job, at least, you know, you've got this job or you've got a pension. And to me, it's like, it's like, uh, it's more of a feeling of being alive um, than just having something to rely on. And that's, I I wouldn't change it for the world. um, Even if I had no money. So, you know, like, you know, I want to be in full control of what I do. I think that all of us are. By the way, like um, I just had a conversation with a very good friend who's also a creative entrepreneur. He's a, he's like, I asked him, dude, what are we? Like, you know, I mean, he's not a designer. Um, and I tend to always think about like, the, what, who's listening to the show right now? What are you guys? Like, let me know um, how you call yourself. But, you know, we can be a lot of things. We're uh, fathers. A lot of us are mothers. We, so we're parents. A lot of us. I guess a lot of people listening to this right now are. If you're not, you're still, you, you might be just some, some, like one thing you're for sure, like you're a self-development junkie. And that's like one thing that we said, yeah. right, oh, we're yeah. both like everybody around, like we're self-development junkies. And then he yeah. said to me, uh, his friend, uh, his name is uh, Galagadi, and he told me, like, dude, listen, so, and I'm like, do you, are you also an entrepreneur then? Do you call yourself a self-development junkie, entrepreneur, whatever? And he's like, listen. I believe like anybody who is into self-development like us, like either doesn't have a day job or will soon not have a day job. It's like mm-hmm. they're, they're aspiring not to have a day job because if you're into self-development, you understand that the amount of the, the, this emotional roller coaster and this whole, yeah. you know, triumphing over like the, the triumph over, over bad situations, like, you know, financial situations where freaking tough and 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 dealing with partners and dealing with um like everything around the business is way more you know uh contributing to your personal growth than anything mm-hmm. else like you can never go there with a day job with a safe day job like no freaking way so um either you have a day job or you have, and, you, and you have side hustles to stimulate that or either yep. you're you're and, and you're aspiring to have your side projects that do full-time biz or you have a full-time like your service-based provider or something like service or entrepreneur right like fully independent so uh, yeah saying like i guess it's it goes together like the, the personal development always looking for solutions always looking to evolve and that's why we listen to podcasts i guess yeah well. totally man yeah yeah so all right so so i think another thing with you was so you reached out to me and uh i told you back then we talked and kind of like it's very similar to my story because i also told you the price right of the mastermind so what made you take it? What made you put in an investment when you were in, a, in such a low spot? Yes. Right. Uh, just literally uh, faith, I guess, like thinking, faith. knowing that I had to do, uh, I had to make a big decision in order for 
to to go for to go forward like um so yeah i just just throw throwing 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 myself into it uh to, to and just having faith that it was the right decision um yeah. it was probably like a lot of money at the time uh to, considering all what was going on but i knew that it was what i needed uh to kind to to get me on the path really um so yeah yeah so you you think it was what you needed to get on the path um but so but but still there there was some aspect of courage did you have that before like have you done these kind of stuff before ever um what like i uh, reaching out for a, to a mentor yeah i know i mean like paying investing like money when you don't have money no not not massively to be honest no um uh, yeah uh, not, nothing like that no um okay. i think like uh, apart from just actually just throwing myself into like the business on its own, um, it's obviously just a complete risk. And um, and I've had uh, I mean business loan, business loans to get the business going, um, but I've never, uh, yeah, never like thrown, right, jumped into something like that. No. Yeah. So what? So the only thing that made you kind of take it is like the story. Like my story, because I mean, that's, I know, I, be, I remember back then when I paid Cal, like the whole thing that initiated it and the initial seed planted in my mind to do it was, yeah. I think, when I heard Calvin tell his story, which was also similar. Yeah. But my, Calvin was like my coach and I like, you know, I think yeah. it's the same with you, right? Completely. Yeah. It's just uh, basically identifying that you were, let's say you're two or three years ahead of me. Um, right. So it, all it takes is that a mentor person who who's ahead of you in whatever game you're in to to show you the path um right. and you can just affect you know if they're willing to give you their knowledge and um like advice over a long period of time about your business and about you about who you what you know who you are and what, what you're actually trying right. to achieve and and just ho- and holding you to account as well um you know yeah. like that's one of the big things that you did um i don't think i've really i ever really had that in terms of like when you're an entrepreneur i think like in your own you're in business you you can make plans for the business but making plans is one thing but actually following them through and you know um which is where you know things really happen is when you actually get them done um having a mentor uh to hold you to account you know like saggy i'm gonna do you know i'm gonna create this wordpress theme um in two months time and you know uh i've got a you know it's almost like having a boss isn't it um and just showing it showing it to you to you to and you know i've done it uh, rather than just planning it and it not happening right uh, so we yeah. all need this kind of like accountability right i mean we all totally do. yeah so i'm i'm just like i'm fascinated by these kind of decisions i'll tell you why because like you know besides the fact that i took it right and i'll see you take it and the people that have joined the mastermind took it as well and and um seeing the the impact it has right I'm also trying to figure out another thing because there are also other aspects um, of this whole thing, of your success, I mean, right now, right? And we'll, we'll get to your success right now, but basically, like, we haven't talked about it yet, but I'm just saying, like, there is something about courage mm-hmm. that's in place. And um, I, I just, I just sort of heard the podcast with uh, Lewis House that interviewed Jason Silva. Amazing podcast. You should go listen to it. It's like okay. it's pretty good. Anybody here that listening that later, go and listen to that. Um, and, and Jason Silva is like saying he believes that, that those people that like what we need more in this world kind of like is, is courage. Is yeah. the courage to take decisions that involve risk. And I think yeah. that's so key because 
anything good we had happened to us in this world came from making a decision that was involved around risk. Um, And a lot, like a lot of the times financial risk, sometimes it's time risk of, of losing time for, you know, like kids, it's it's freaking risk, man. It's like a financial risk. It's it's a time. It takes your time. It sucks your time away from doing anything you love. You have to put everything first, you know, for the kids. And I mean, you you're not promised anything. You can get like a, a really lousy kid, like you know. Um, I mean, and and that's like a sacrifice. Like it's a crazy sacrifice that you do. But then again, you believe that it's for the good. It's for the better. It's for and also at the beginning, let's let's face it. Like you know, six months at least, they're just like potato. Right, they just they don't really appreciate the human being. They don't show much love back. You just treat yeah, yeah. Them, uh, and work for them, especially women. You know that have to nurse and stuff. And yeah. this thing, like um, the investment, then returns so yeah in in such amazing ways. I mean, I just totally. right. So the same thing with anything we do. It needs we need to feel that those butterflies inside of us. I think and kind yeah, of yeah, say, yeah. right. It's like the totally. feeling of I'm not. I didn't sign up for this. Wait a second. <laughs> you know, maybe I shouldn't do Completely. Yeah. I think like, um, I, I don't know who said it. It might even be Pat Flynn again, sorry. But uh, it's like, if it doesn't make you feel nervous, uh, then, you know, it's, you've, there's got to be a, a big, the bigger the risk, obviously, the bigger you can fail, uh, but also the bigger you can succeed. And um, if you don't actually put yourself in that position, then you've not even tried um, or, you know, done, done it, have you? Um, I, there's a, done it like um because i do do quite a lot of surf or used to do quite a lot of surfing and um surfing um and, and a good analogy for that i always do use surfing analogies for like life is like catching a big wave because you you're about to risk um something and if you catch it and ride it and all the way out and the feeling that you get off doing that is amazing but you can catch it and and wipe out um but then you, then but all you do is paddle out again and do it all again yeah. uh, and eventually you'll get that wave and nail it and you'll get and the, and the feeling you get off catching that big wave is right. incredible like uh, so right. you have to you have to do you have to take risks yeah. i mean i think it's very equivalent to a skate park with skateboards yeah, yeah. i think like entrepreneurship is even more <laughs> maybe like a skate park yeah. because if you fall on the uh-huh. concrete it's freaking yeah. it fucking hurts um, yeah, that's so, I mean, I, I, um, I sprained my shoulder in a skate park and I'm like, you know, I really, I see all these kids coming up and just doing the ramps and they're not, they're not afraid. And I'm like every freaking ramp. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then I do it. And then, you know, if you make it, then you feel amazing. But you know, yeah. sometimes you just fall flat on your face and, and, you know, save your helmet, but you still like, you know, it sucks and it hurts and you have to get back up again. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, I mean, I think that for anybody listening right now, you know, have uh, always have courage. Uh, I think it's so important and make decisions that you commit fully to them and, and be on that self-development path. I think that what you did, like when you, when you invested, I think you invested, you said like, I'm investing in me, right? Like you, yeah. so probably what you're saying is like, if this doesn't work out, at least I know I invested in me. I, I took the chance. Yeah, to totally. Work. I think like before, beforehand, it was like, I'd, we'd started a business um, and I wasn't investing in me or maybe, maybe I don't know if what I was investing in, in terms of just getting the people that uh, worked for us or even setting up the business. Um, I don't think I was ever investing in myself and maybe that's part of the issue going back to like business partners and like you've got, it's 
such a tricky one get having a you know a 50 50 business partner um and you know like it, it's I, I remember being in that situation and self-developing myself as much as I possibly could all the time and being frustrated that my business partner wasn't doing a similar thing but right. that's yeah. you know totally up totally up to that person uh, because they'll be probably doing it in a, in a completely different way um but then it's like it's the, when you've got a business together it's like when you've got the ba- a baby together you want them to be brought up in a specific way um and yeah and if it doesn't match it it can be really really hard yeah yeah Yo, yo, what's up, Creditpreneurs? So if you listen up until now, and I just want to drop in and let you know that the new batch of the Creditpreneur Accelerator is now open for enrollment. Now, that is to when this episode came out, and it's only for a limited time, um, just because we have limited seats available in the accelerator itself. So if you are interested in this six-month program where I will mentor you and a group of like-minded creative entrepreneurs in order for you guys to just scale up your business and also build your tribe, then this is perfect for you and I would love to talk to you. We have a landing page. It's on creativepreneuraccelerator.com or you can also find it in the show notes, probably in the Facebook group of Creativepreneurs. If you find this relevant for you, just go to the landing page. Then you can book an enrollment call with me through that landing page and we can just hit it off and kind of like, I would love to hear about what your vision for yourself is. Where do you want to see yourself? How can I help you grow your business um, and take your creative skills in order to build a tribe and multiple revenue streams? I'm very excited about this because I've seen what it does to others and I know I can help you if you are a creative and you have a service-based business and you want to grow a tribe of your own, produce content and create a brand for yourself by having an online presence where you also educate others based on your experience, this is perfect for you. It's exactly what I've done and generated obviously a six-figure business off of this, multiple six-figure business just off of this in less than a year and a half. So I can definitely help you get there as well. So again, creativepreneuraccelerator.com, book the enrollment call, and we will talk. Enjoy the rest of this episode. I think, and and that brings us back to kind of like my, my next part, like, good, you opted into the mastermind, but then you started working on something which you never have worked on before, right? So what we do when you, when people join the mastermind, we we create the vision. We have a vision breakthrough, right? Which is like kind of like four weeks at least, which is like just an onboarding breakthrough of the, like we, we uh, create the vision and we break it apart, right? Um, yeah. To yeah. make it perfect. Um, and I think that's something that, um, I want to hear your experience about it, but I think that's something that like you didn't do with your partner. Like I haven't done with mine in a way, right? And if, if we have partners, and it's very important to everybody who's listening right now that has a partner, you guys need to have your own vision and you need to have your same vision, like kind of like the, the exact same vision together as well. So it's kind of like the, there is a, it's, it's so important because like when you are synced on the vision, same vision for the company, then a vision is okay to tweak. But as long as you keep the sync, then you, you know, it's like you're in a, in a you know, rowing in, in the middle of the ocean. You know, you want to conquer an island, right? So you yep. row, but you're both partners on the boat and you row if you roll in different directions, the boat will either stay in place or flip over. And if you know exactly what island you're pursuing and you just roll towards the island, then great. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. so, yeah. So, okay. So let's go back to, okay. So you joined the mastermind 
and you've like we, we started working on your vision what was your experience back then um so yeah with the i'd never done a vision um map in the way that uh you, you know you you showed me and it was like i even it took me a couple of months to even get my head around um it the way to do it in terms of like in six months time this is where i'm gonna be uh, so putting that writing that actually down where do i want to be in six months time what do i want to have achieved um and i remember i think going over the spreadsheet with you uh and me i think i i'd put it in I can't remember what, you know, past tense or future tense or something. Um, but you're like, no, you've got, this is what you are, you're going to achieve, you know? And it's like, even that mindset to sort of drill it into myself at the time was like, that's, that's, that's what I'm going to achieve at this that time, you know? Um, and then obviously the, the breakdown of the weeks, um, of what, what I've got on, what I, it is. So obviously having, the vision in place for the six months and then breaking it down into the months and the weeks yeah. uh, to enable that to actually happen. And then once you see it all broken down, you can see the path that you need to, to take to achieve that um, six month vision. And whether that's to do with money or um, like the type of services that you offer or whatever it might be, it can li- it could literally work for anything. Um, yeah. So it, for me, I mean, it, it worked massively, uh, didn't it? So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that also like, in a way, just like we never tend to think about our future clearly. And um, yeah. it's like one of the things that you don't like, you, once you do it first, you're like, oh my God, wait a second. Like I never thought about my future that much. And the universe does want to bring you whatever you want in life. But now you're getting that you never ask the universe for anything kind of, you know, you never actually really work towards what you want because you never thought about what you actually want. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's the same. Like because um, one of the main services that I do uh, for photographers is uh, branding, and uh, often like the the photographer will come to me thinking they need like a new logo, they need uh, a new website, and they just need like visual elements for the for the for the business. Um, but what they don't realise is that what the branding actually does is stop them and lets them evaluate their business for the first time. Often it's like the first time that they've ever done an, done anything. Uh, like branding and then they kind of realize what actual what branding actually is and it's looking at the person it's looking at the target clients like your dream target clients right. um and it's just yeah evaluating your business in the same way that we evaluate business at that time um and making a plan like where for your for the branding where do you want your business to be in a year or two years or five years time and right. it's kind of amazing when you work with photographers and they're like you know shit you know i've never really really thought about what i want the business to be in two years time or three years time um and the branding can totally help cement uh that um and it's not i, I think like Making making plans is really different to having a vision, because um, you can make plans and they they just tend to not happen. Uh, but having a vision, you know, a vision and specific things uh, that you can see a route to um, really really works. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. And and so you build your vision. And what was on that vision? On the six month vision? Uh, what was on the vision? Gosh, I don't remember. Like, yeah. what what items yeah. do you remember from that six month first? So definitely, it was rebranding the business. Um, it was the themes, the the product that I've got. Uh, so it's a WordPress theme, you say? 
yeah my own the own work finishing that off basically because that had been a project in sort of over two years of of, of development uh having a new uh completely new website a new identification for the business for grizzly bear mm-hmm. um yeah and just i mean i think at the time i had to i had to close the studio that we had uh so it's like sorting out it, just personal things as well right. you can obviously chuck on there um and because it's not about just your business as well. It's like, what do you actually want to, I wanted at the time I knew that, you know, I explained to you my situation into it. Cause I've got my, my child, my kid, he was three at the time. Um, so it's like, I want to be spending more quality time with him. Um, and at that time it was like a six, six months to eight months of just, I had no time for anything else, but in the vision map, it's like, I, I want to be able to spend this amount of time with Huey, my son, um and at the time it wasn't possible but in six months i knew it would be uh, once i sorted everything out uh so yeah there's just uh, yeah it's just uh, i i need to look at the, the the vision map that i made and compare it to the one i've got now do you remember how much you wanted to make back then like how much you rolled into yeah life? so i think um like, if it's wanted... okay with you by the way before you share with everyone you know yeah. in terms of, like monthly revenues and stuff like that it's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's fine. I mean, uh, people who work with me know know my prices. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, I wanted to at least double. I knew I knew that the amount of time that I was putting into branding the services per se, like for example, it kind of I knew that it needed more money. Um, I needed I needed to charge more basically to be able to spend more quality time on it. it got, you know, like it it sounds really obvious, but I think people often buy services and don't actually realize the amount because when you're a service-based industry the amount of time that can be involved in a project versus just buying a product it's like it isn't the same right um, especially with something like branding so um i knew that my, my prices were low especially compared to the competition so uh, i needed the confidence to put those prices up um which you, you know you massively helped me with um so I, I I was able to do that, um, and I remember uh, it was obviously part of the six month vision, um, and I remember, I, you know, I put the pri- put the prices up to what it should be, and just thinking that I'm, you know oh, this is going to be bad, <laughs> um, and I and I, I did what you said in terms of uh, pitching and um, and the client that I got there was no, no, literally no questions asked they just signed up for the same service um I've, i mean i improved proved the service and continue to, to improve it like uh, all the time but um it was just obviously it was a, a, a high uh, you know like in my mind it was hard and then but once i'd done that one client and it was the first one for the first price it was like yeah man this is right you know it's yeah. totally right and and carried on from from there really so right mm. And now, so can, can you say that you, um, like, what have you, like, how, how much have you upped your monthly income from when we started working together till now, I guess? Uh, yeah, I'd probably say, like, all, almost double. Uh, not consistently doubled it, but um, it's d- double, has doubled on some months. Um, and the tra- tra- trajectory, <laughs> uh, you know, like, it looks really, you know, really good for the net, you know, for the next since you know um it's kind of the first time that i've had back in as well <clears throat> excuse me that um that i've been able to sit back and re- not relax but um i'm not looking ahead for work because 
those jobs, you know, they're going to take time and they'll, they'll last a couple of months, if that makes sense. So, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's just put me in a, just a much better situation and enabled me to provide like a much better quality service as well i can yeah. produce amazing work i think like i've thought this loads actually not really said it to anyone but i think during that really crazy hard time um it was weird like uh, I, I think i did my best work like in terms of design so i still had to run the business i still had to deal with the finances and uh, hosting and just insane you know like all uh, it's like i had two job roles like uh, from yeah. the developer leaving um it's crazy really but i still you know like i look back some of the work that i did in that time design wise it was is amazing it's like some of the best work that i've done yeah um and that yeah, was that so. was i remember like at the beginning of the first month you were really stressed mm-hmm. out i mean you were like i remember the whole like first of all like closing the company kind of thing that did so many interruptions and so on so many uh you know it's like it's sitting on your brain i know how it is and in your heart mm-hmm. um it was yeah. kind of like that and it was the whole kind of like the, the clients that you were left off and you had to finish uh, with not getting paid for. And um, you had the hosting thing going on where people still hosting things with you guys, but you now don't have the developer to run it or anything like that. So people are coming to you for stuff you don't even know how to take care of. And I remember like so many things and the clients um, and, uh, and yeah, you listen, like you're, you're, you have, you're a father. Yeah. And, and you have your own uh, life, and, uh, and, but you still did it, right? And, and you didn't burn out, which is a very important thing to say, right? Because you just yeah. went into massive action mode. You just went into, and, and it happened to me in the same way, kind of like, right? When you start with your vision, you know exactly what you're going to do. So you're kind of like driven to get there. Um, and, and you were just working and working hard but smart. So you also put the time in with your kid. Right, like you, you had that time right from the get go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think like uh, massively important. I think like, um, and one of the big things that you put in the vision map, which you did yourself, was like you wanted to spend, you wanted to design your life to make sure that you were spending more time with your kids yeah. uh, when you're like, like you just hear so many stories about entrepreneurs going totally gung ho that they've got to be working like twenty four seven every day of the week, uh, the weekends, and they never ever stop. Uh, there are those people and that's totally cool but I think like you've got especially if you've got children you've got to have like for me being an entrepreneur and owning your own business is allowing you to have a like a free life if you like uh, so you can choose when you have holidays and choose when you have your day off um, and when you're going to be working Um, uh, so yeah but in terms of like not burning out um, to be honest I, I came close to burning out um like i I was working till two three o'clock in the morning every sort of monday tuesday night um for weeks on end uh and it totally took totally and utterly took its toll on me um that was before the vision right like no no it was sort of towards yeah 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 it's towards it was actually but um i think what the the vision would have helped with is like realizing that um what i need uh getting basically gets you back on track like uh, when i had to do so much work so many hours to like get things turned around i knew that that it was for a particular reason for a particular goal which was in the which was in the vision map and let's say like spending making sure i can spend quality time with huey um with my son um right uh, that's the the thing about the vision right because like 
you, you can have whatever you want. Like maybe you like mm -hmm. your your biggest thing is like spending time with your surf, yeah. like surfing friends, right? And and surf, right? It doesn't okay. matter what it is, but whatever you chose to put up top. Now you know yeah. you, you kind of like have the why. Like this is the yeah, why. Yeah. Now the rest yeah. of the things they can you know they can go in the trash but i want them to succeed because i want to have i know once they succeed it will push and have give me more time for the things on top of the list so basically it's kind of like you know it's that game of of balance and that's why you have that drive to work yeah. by the way i just like you know in terms of like sleep i so ever since i've been to the summit of greatness um but it was how i'm really trying to get seven hours of sleep every night i just mm. i can't every night but i i'm really trying um, it's so important, like just crazy. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't want to encourage anybody to work till two, three a.m. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you hustled, man. You you work hard. Um, yeah. and you kept your your priorities again because you had a list of your vision. Like the vision is a list of stuff you know you want to have in your life, and mm -hmm. um, and you already took action to have those stuff in your life from the get go. Um, yeah. Some stuff that we want, I think, and it's a big lesson. Like I think that anybody can take here. Like if you want to do something, people like. I spend more time with the kids or, or do some kind of hobby that you, you know, you know, it will help you and your drive in general to work, um, to do better work is just put it on your calendar. So freaking easy. It's just like yeah, putting yeah. it on your calendar and thinking of it like, you know, this is sacred. Nobody touches this part of my calendar. I don't even let my, my myself to touch it. That's it. Like, boom. Now it's like, it sounds so easy, but so many people just don't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you can feel guilt. It can make you feel guilty as well. I think like you've got a, right. uh, it's, it's like treat, you've got to treat yourself. Um, if you, you know, you've tr done so well at business or you've tried, you've got to have some sort of treat, some sort of reward, uh, for, you know, for the actions that you take right. that can put that, that, you know, put that on your vision map. Um, yeah. and also like spending time with the kids is like freeing up your mental space to think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and also doing hobbies, like, you know, even like if someone just wants to have Netflix on his calendar, I won't judge this person because, you know, getting into a different narrative, you know, is, is of some whatever, Game of Thrones or whatever, like it throws you mm -hmm. off for a second, which is a good thing. Like, you know, not yeah. obviously not binging the whole entire day, not working. I'm saying like, you know, just find the time to do what you love, uh, exercise when you exercise your mind, just like you, you basically like your heart, like everything like in your body moves around, like chemicals are spreading from your brain that uh, create more optimism and more like a uh, clarity of thought and, and basically so anyways yeah man, like I, I definitely think your story has so much inspiration to other people now so I want to get into so I, I want to mention how much you're making right now uh, let's say it's in the five figures and and that's freaking awesome like I, I have a lot of like a lot of people listening right now are just making I don't know like maybe two three k a month or four k a month like they're wondering like how can I make more than that what is it um, I know you've done some stuff. We, we've talked a lot about a lot, of, like you made a lot of iterations um, in the way you price, in the way you pitch, in the way you sell, in the way you uh, you work. So, what are some of your tips to anybody out there who has a service-based business and want to wants to increase their revenue? Yeah, I think um, basically increase your price, but do less of in terms of have less, try and have less, and so commit to say. Uh, three or four clients per month but then increase your price uh, so then it un enables you to have more time uh, to dedicate per to that client um, uh, because you you know you're getting paid for for the amount of time um, 
in it rather than probably a lot. I think a lot of the mindset can be, I've just got to get tons of clients in who are paying even small amounts because I'm getting, because I'm because I'm getting more clients. I'm getting, but actually, right. what happens is you, you you're working harder for less for more clients. So right. try and try and uh, it's like quality over quantity, I guess. Right. Um, so yeah, I think service based is just a different way of thinking um, and probably evaluate, evaluate like how long you actually take on a job. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of, a lot of times before about uh, entrepreneurs and people who run their own businesses and trying to calculate what, what is their hourly rate. Um, it's like how much they're earning per day, um, the amount of time that they're putting in. Um, and maybe a good idea is to actually do that and think like how many hours am I going to be spending on this client um, and what should I realistically be getting right. paid um, and also like just like if you've got a service service uh, call it, you know design designing a logo um, if you've been doing it a decent amount of time like the process that you go through in terms of getting that work in um obviously creating the contract or and the invoices and just like the, the having everything totally streamlined automated um like my i changed my website quite a lot um in the first six months in terms of trying to have everything as automated as possible to cut down any sort of admin time right. um, so what's your automations right now what, what's so yeah, my automations are um, I've got like a support page on the website, so uh, it's like contacts in the support page. Um, so people, uh, for example, for the for the hosting side of the business, if they've got a problem with their hosting, they can literally just go to the ho- to the support page, get a ticket, uh, and that goes to my developer who can fix any issue of the on the website, and it kind of cuts out any admin that I need to do um, or an email or anything and, it, and the job it, it's better for the client as well because they it just gets done straight away rather than right. uh, you know like having to go through me when I'm, I could be doing um, so that's one automation which, uh, which I've done um, another one in terms of getting an inquiry uh, in dealing with my inquiries is uh, I'm going to change this uh, but um, I at the moment it's like a contact form uh, which enables them to have uh, to buy the questionnaire which is part of my branding um, so that like automatically enables them to have uh, a product straight away and then they can choose whether to work with me or not um, so it's just yeah co- contact forms in the right place on the website um, uh, and sorry yeah the, the, the best automation which uh, which I use now is that there's a contact form. If they, if a photographer wants to book me for branding, there's a form on there to get in contact and then that per, uh, to basically book in for a 20 minute free chat with me. No no obligation chat uh, about branding about the business, um, which gets sent to me. Then I, I use cal- calendar calendar. I'd say calendar. Yeah, calendar. Yeah, calendar. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's just like I think a lot of people know about it, but uh, it's brilliant. Obviously, because you can just put your when your availability in there and send the link to that client and then they can book the time to to chat with you and it's all you know again it's like automation it's also like you've got your week sorted out for the all and that you can see that this time is booked in for the inquiry rather than doing like a reactive um response to an inquiry like the inquiry comes in on b email and you send an email back and there's all this back and forth you you have a phone call i well i do a video chat with the with the 
with the person mm-hmm. um, so straight away they can see me um, I'm genuine uh, I'll be dead honest with them and I'll give them the price and then kind of it's like pitching really and just you know um, showing pitching and selling yeah pitching and selling and showing them examples of work of photographers that have been really successful um, and just it also it's like, I think it's important at that stage it's like do you want to work with that client and does the client want to work with you because um often with the service based service based work it's going to be a commit a relationship between you and that client and i think it's got you know it's got you've got to work each other out and if you can in that first instance it's a good um a good icebreaker obviously Uh, and then um sign them up for the work and then away we go i've got more automation after that as well um, in terms of, I've set up a client portal now so the client then has logins to uh, an area on the website and I literally stick all the information on that client portal page um, so they can uh, so rather than there being back and forth emails again it's just everything's in one place for them um, and yeah so just it's just cutting out all that time that was probably actually spent using like an extra person like a, a, an employee in the you know in the agency model before they they'd send out all that, that i've actually automated it all into the website and kept full control of it so cool 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 yeah. all right awesome awesome and um so like uh, by the way why why client portal and why not just a g drive just asking uh probably because i personalize the page on my actual website so they oh, okay. they get log- yeah so they get logins to the website and i can put hey um saggy how's it going and put you know a bit of person uh personalized you know, personalized touch to it um there's also diff- like i'll link it up to the, the dropbox as well uh, so i mean because it's a bespoke service each client is different so for the website they'll require different elements and we can put all that in there as well so Got yeah. it. Cool. Awesome. Um, all right. Awesome. Awesome. So I want to finish off with just asking you, what's, what, what's it, what are your plans? Like what, what's next for, for you and, uh, and your brand? Yeah. For Grizzly Bear. So I, w- I want to carry on doing, doing now and just keep building that up, um, for, for actual photographers continue to keep, uh, I, I'm, massively sort of proud with the reputation that I've got. I want to uphold that reputation within that industry and, and try and continue to be like the go-to business uh, and just like try and help um, and offer advice to photographers and, you know, especially startups as well. Like uh, so many startup photographers who probably don't have a clue um, how to set up the business that they may be able to take photos but the the, the the struggle may be with like setting up the business like uh, pricing models or in the branding side of it um, so it's providing that sort of free online help um, I've got a, a community on Facebook called the, the Brandpreneur community um, so it's bit, I want to build that up um, I've neglected that in recent times it's quite obviously hard to manage it all but i want to build more of a community and help right. uh, the, the photography industry uh, especially the wedding photography industry they it's a really really nice uh, industry to be in i think compared to like corporate i guess cutthroat corporate um right. they, all, they all seem to help each other it's like uh, so it's a nice industry to be in um because everyone's trying to help and give you know foot, yeah. foot up, you know help people up 
Um, and everybody's yeah, so a creative. <laughs> everyone's a creative, exactly. Yeah, so it's, yeah. everyone understands, I guess. Everyone gets it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just build, build Grizzly up in that way. Um, yeah. I've got my own WordPress theme, which you know about, Saggy. Right. Um, the I want this much. Want to have some much bigger plans for that um, because, um, what well, I mean, I mean, technology changed over the sort of two, three years of development for that theme uh, yeah. and WordPress Gutenberg, the introduction of Gutenberg yeah. was a big one. Like the theme doesn't use Gutenberg, yeah. um, and we've talked about Elementor. Uh, so it'd yeah. be awesome to do a theme using Elementor, um, yeah. a drag and drop. Uh, so I think and. Um, being creative entrepreneurs ourselves like creating a theme that will help other creative entrepreneurs in a particular way um yeah. that's a, definitely a big one for us uh, to do i think yeah, yeah to get to go more product based i think like over time because it, it you know like uh, there's expansion there and, and try and right. um so service everyone everyone as everyone knows service-based industry you've got to be there to do the work you've got to put the hours in you've actually got to physically do it do it so um i'd still have that but maybe pull it down a bit and have a product more products based in pro, yeah. more products based so i can increase revenue through uh, selling more effectively of a, of a wordpress theme right yeah i mean i like in last question what about the podcast I, you you talked about a podcast. What's going on? And I'm putting you on the spot right now. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you put me on the spot. Uh, I mean, stra- you uh, you were like when we when we started working together. Well, it wasn't straight away. It was probably after six months of working together. You were like, you got get a podcast, and um, so I did. I, I started a podcast uh, called the Brand. It's, at the moment, it's called Brandpreneur Podcast. Yeah. Um, interviewed. Uh, I've interviewed like two separate people. Who it's been really good. Uh, uh, Italian photographer um, and uh, a British British couple photographer uh, called James Melia, uh, James and Joe Melia. Um, uh, yeah, which went really, really well. Um, but this is months ago, um, and I've just it's totally fell by the wayside. Um, but it's enabled me to think like, what is that really going to be, and to learn a bit more about podcasting as well. Um, so that is uh, in the process, and I'm got other people that i'm going to be interviewing for that po- podcast so just w- watch this space um but again that's I'll, that's on the vision map uh, and you'll you'll hold me to account soggy <laughs> yeah for sure man for sure to wrap up I'm, i know like right now is at the, at the time we're talking i'm just uh relaunching the mastermind it's been almost a year um mm-hmm. since i launched the mastermind and i had only a few people inside you were one of them the next mastermind is going to be um, I want to bring in, so I made a couple of tweaks. You might not know it, but it's only for creative entrepreneurs. It's only for people who have a service-based business mm-hmm. like you, people that yep. are already charging um, money for their, for their skills. Yep. Like right, right now it's like money for time, but they want to productize that and they want to build a brand. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's like only for those kind of people like you. And also like, so creative creatives, digital creatives and, um, and so it's going to be also uh, more people now. Now it was kind of like a test for a year, but now like, you know, it's going to be more people. It's going to be a whole community. Like that's my, my wish is to create a community of like digital creatives who are pushing each other to, you know, uh, raise their rates and, and, um, and double the revenue and, um, and perform at their highest, like yeah. go to peak performance and, and take care of their well-being and families and loved ones. And 
um, yeah. you know, we're all kind of like, like I said before, like self-development junkies. So like create digital creatives who are also self-development junkies. Um, I guess most of them would be kind of like in our situation, like, you know, family people, but not a must. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, and so what is your tip to those people who are maybe considering joining the mastermind? Um, they're not really sure, um, but they are thinking of making the leap. Um, I was going to go do it uh, like that, uh, but it might, might sound like a bit of a fool, but I've done it now. Um, yeah, just, well, uh, I think first of all, definitely weigh up what, um, it's a good match. I think I was saying about, um, when I take, potentially take on a, a client, a branding client, I think it's got to be right for that person and it's got to be right for you. Uh, Saggy, it's got to be right. You know, like, uh, you should both, it's like when you go for a, for a job, like you should have the attitude of like, actually is this, you know, like I want this job, but actually um, they should want me as well, if you know what I mean. So right. it's like, uh, you've got to have, just make sure it's the right fit. Um, and then just, just, just do it. It's like, uh, if you're a, if it, you're a single, you own your own business, you're a, create, you're a creative entrepreneur um, working on your own um you'll you'll be nervous about spending money on investing in yourself um but i think this is like one of the one of the big ones that you can do which will ha- it it will only help you in your business lots of things it's not going to hinder you um it will ha- it's going to help you and like give it 6 months time you will see the difference in the business uh, and it's again it's just another leap of leap of faith that you've got to do you've just you've done the leap of faith of starting your actual own business and going out alone um and now you need another leap of faith it's just about climbing the ladder isn't it like um there's people talking about climb, climbing the ladder it's just another 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 uh, yeah another ladder to climb really yeah yeah yeah, yeah awesome Cool. And thanks. And you're, I think like a living, like you're, you're obviously, you know, a testimony of that, a living testimony of like it works. And I think I am as well in a way. Um, I mean, I haven't joined my own mastermind and, you know, uh, but I've been through this process and there's a specific process. You build your vision, you have people hold you accountable, you take action, but you also work throughout the whole year. You work on your mindset and you work on your, like how to work on the vision. Like there are specific ways to work smarter in order for you to accomplish all that you want to accomplish. And, and also you kind of like, you need to reshift your focus every once in a while because we're creative, we're visionaries. So we go all over, all over the place. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, I've been telling you like, Adam, like, no, (laughs) you just, your idea that you just told me, no, like you, you know, you remember your vision, go back there and, um, yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and, and yeah, so it's like, I think we all need that guidance. I have that guidance as well, still, and I'm never going to stop. Yeah. Like I'm always going to have some kind of coach, some kind of mastermind, just finished a year in Pat Flynn's mastermind. Uh, before that I finished a year in uh, Mark Bonas's mastermind. Like I always am. And now I'm looking for my next mastermind. Like I I'm, yeah. can't wait to join my next one. And, um, and I think like, if you're a creative entrepreneur, yeah, then yeah, definitely just like, this is, this totally. is the place for you. And I would love to, to work with you as well. And um, Adam, like, first of all, I wish you tons of luck. And I know we're going to be doing stuff together, like, because this has brought a lot of uh, joint uh, venture opportunities for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we were just talking before this conversation about like, you know, doing work together for clients and stuff like that, because I have clients reaching out to me and like, and we're, t- we're talking about doing themes together for WordPress. And like, we're like this and any of these kind of like masterminds also open so much. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, That's the thing. I think, yeah, you've got a, you're, you're going to be working with, uh, someone that like we said before two three years ahead of you um so if you know 
like Saggy, we just talked about there, it, it will open up doors for you as well. It's not not necessarily just the coaching side of it um, and the mentoring. It's like potentially more business or like right. a, just just better better opportunities. Yeah, and I think I think it's also the, like not only me but also like other people in the mastermind because like yeah, exactly. I, yeah. right? I mean, I I um I'm I've interviewed um, almost everyone at Pat's mastermind like on my podcast so now they're like and, and they're coming on um our mastermind like uh, some of them already agreed to come on our mastermind and value, like you know and give a private session to the people and and we've been working together actually made some artwork for their podcasts and stuff and, and actually paid uh projects with some of them mm-hmm. including yeah. that obviously like i just friended flincon one and um and so like amazing opportunities come out of, out of these things because it's like our networking game and our network yeah. that we build like we have to surround ourselves with like-minded people um, which, are, which are like us and can give us tips you know like even if you're making like five figures maybe there's someone earning like i don't know like even i don't know like let's say six figures um in the same group but then they can still get advice from you like as yeah. long as you guys are in the same game and maybe you just read an amazing book that they need to read and that will change your whole like you know like so these kind of interactions are just freaking amazing. And just that, that's why I love masterminds in general. So Adam, I wish you tons of luck, brother. Like, uh, like Cheers, it's, I know we're still working together. We're probably going to be working together. Um, and amazing having you on the show uh, after a year awesome. of seeing you grow from that low point where, you know, kind of like broken, you know, uh, separated from your wife, separated from your partner, having a business with, with clients, with no developer to treat those clients. And like, like this was a very low point in your life, I think. And seeing you come out of that, you know, have the courage and having, having the courage and having the persevering, showing resilience yeah. and Cheers, like just yeah. coming out of that and succeeding, crushing it and, and you know, getting to where you're at right now as, um, and, and seeing your Instagram posts and stuff like that, you know, traveling, you know, um, it's just amazing. So um, really want to congratulate you on that and uh, acknowledge you for that and, uh, really appreciate you. Hope you have, uh, like, keep crushing it. Have amazing success. And uh, to everybody listening, like, really, that take inspiration from Adam. Like, he's, he's you know, he's made it. Uh, he made it work. And it doesn't matter, like, what happens next. This doesn't matter. This is, like, the the win. This previous year has been a huge win for you, brother. And um, I think anybody that, that's listening now can really drive inspiration from this. So um, thank you so much. Yeah, and, so. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna direct people to Grizzly Bear, to your website, to your Instagram, to the to the theme specific, uh, specifically the WordPress theme, to the brand mm-hmm. printer community on Facebook. Anywhere else? Probably Inland Sea as well, which is like my separate business, um, which is like a, a t-shirt company which makes t-shirts out of recycled material. Um, so it's like a side sideline business. So inlandsea.co.uk, but then all my actual. Uh, creative work and work for photographers is located at Grizzly Bear. Got it. Awesome. Awesome, man. All right, cool. Thank you so much, brother. Awesome, awesome having man. you on. Yep. Cheers, Okay. All right. Take care, man. See you, man. Cheers. And it's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for staying until the end of this show. Really appreciate it. If you liked this episode, please consider subscribing on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you are already subscribed, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. Reviews go a long way, and it really, really means a lot to me. And, um, yeah, besides that, I hope you have an amazing day, week, wherever you are in the world, and that I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. 
the bigger the risk, obviously the bigger you can fail, uh, but also the bigger you can succeed. And big decision, but I think you have to in business, whether it's right or wrong, you've got to make decisions.